I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots.
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey, idiots. Welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, a podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance, mostly by asking ignorant questions with me, Jessica Michelle Singleton. I'm your host, and I'm a comedian, and I'm an idiot, and I don't know anything. That's why we're here, uh, to ask dumb questions. If you're new to the podcast, can you please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes, because it helps, and it makes me really happy. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter, at Blessed Podcast. Uh, <clears throat> still not really tweeting a lot from there, but uh, really having fun on my own Twitter, because I'm a crazy Twitter person. Um, where you can, you can follow me for that, at JMS Comedy. Uh, that's also my Instagram. I have fun over there too. Facebook.com slash Jessica Michelle Singleton. I am just on social media and I hate it, but I do it. And uh, so please follow me because it helps my career and booking. And I don't know. I guess those are things. Uh, ooh, my guest this week. That's right. I have two guests this week. Double whammy. Uh, Eli Olsberg and Gabby Dunn both amazing funny comedy people and just like dope people in general and we're talking about polyamory polyamorous relationships uh as in non-monogamous uh dating and relationships stuff like that so we talk about how that works for them uh i want to be careful to uh emphasize that uh it's it's such a broad spectrum and everyone handles it differently and has their own little set of rules and how they do it so uh this is just I know I always remind you guys of this, and I do it in the middle of the podcast too, I think, but this is just one, two people's uh, version of how they do a polyamorous type thing, or how they've done them in the past. Um, and uh, it's cool to ask a lot of questions, because I was real curious, and uh, and I think you will be too. Uh, so, uh, you know, check it out, listen, and uh, enjoy. Here you go. Hey, idiots. It's me, Jessica Michelle Singleton. You guys aren't the idiots, by the way. I, just really nice to the people who listen to my podcast. And I call them idiots. My three fans. Are you, are you there? They're just dwindling by the numbers, probably because I call them idiots. Uh, it's me, and I'm here with two guests. Pretty big deal. You guys are my first threesome. So, hey, ooh, how appropriate. Yeah, very on brand. Um, it's uh, Gabby Dunn and Eli Olsberg. Hello. Hello. And we're going to talk about polyamory. Yes. Ooh. Is that the right? Yeah. Yep, that's it. Um, okay, so you guys are what like poly people? What do I Is there a word for poly, yeah, poly. poly heads? <laughs> no. That's not Poly I pockets. Think poly heads are Jimmy Buffett fans. Oh, I would have guessed um Really? She, how did parrot heads? Oh, parrot heads. Yeah, that's <laughs> how, I was like, how wait, did, What? How did that happen? <laughs> poly because heads poly are Poly is a parrot. But no, but, well yeah, if you want a cracker, that's I made you, right. I made a leap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joke wise. I got it. You went Thank from you. A to I didn't see it. Yeah, she but. went from she went from A to P. Yep, Polly, I got you. Yep. You do you? I'm sorry to co-opt. No. Do you identify? Do you say the word Polly when you talk about yourself? I say non-monogamous. Okay. Um, just because I Polly is still fairly new to me, and I'm still learning what the rules are to it. Yeah. You know, I think there's like a lot of even within being Polly, there's like a lot of labels like saying that someone's a primary. 
mm-hmm. and and how relationships work. So I don't. What's do a you, primary? Is that like my main bitch? Yes. Yeah. Yes, essentially. It's, and and so sometimes poly is like multiple relationships. So like you're in a relationship with one person, and then you have another relationship, and then non-monogamous is more like oh we have like one person, and then I like fuck around, or I mostly just fuck around. Or, so it's like oh, just like an open. Right. But see, and even the word open relationship's tricky because that's like, uh, I don't know, to say open relationship, for some reason, it just never ends well for people. Well, no. And it's slightly different than poly because in an open relationship, maybe you're not having full relationships with the other people, but in the poly, you are. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. Poly and non-monogamous, I think, are the only two that um, have the keyword in a lot of like anything that involves non-monogamy period. The keyword is typically negotiation. Um, that's like a word that gets used a lot. Communication, yeah. Well, yes, yes, communication. But I guess, well, yeah, communication. Honestly, that's important to any relationship. I, I, the reason I, I bring up the word negotiation is because that's a word I hear a lot amongst poly, non-monogamous, like people who essentially what they're doing is they're negotiating what the rules of the relationship are and what they want to do. Not yeah, you nego- make up your own rules, kind of. Right. Is it kind of like more often than not, you think it's kind of like like play as you go like kind of feel it out or do you think it's like you come in head first you're like this is what's going on you can fuck people with big tits and nobody else (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of that specific i think yeah well i that is yeah that's in a way that's crudely right uh i mean i don't know i see it as like i guess to answer your question because my brain kind of wanted to answer it three different ways it's okay we can go all over the place we can go we can go poly with this answer yeah um What's a fun name for a podcast? Yeah, it's a Polly Podcast. Poly podcast. Yeah. It's so cute. It's literally an upgrade from Polly Pocket. Yeah, yeah it's so, so cute. Yeah. Oh. So I don't know. I think it's like uh, more to the point of like, ah, why can't I articulate this? I just kind of okay. You can talk through it. Well, yeah. because because I think well, it's also hard. Well, oh, okay, I know. I think you have to check. You have to check in and make sure that the other person is yes, that's chill what, with. I mean, if you're if you're having a primary partner, if you're in a, a relationship with one person, or you have one person, that's the main bitch, as Jessica. Yeah, put it. yeah. I'm, I'm very PC with my terms. Right. Well, I I in my early like. In my mid twenties, I was like, "Yeah, I think I'm poly." Like, you know, I said, and then I realized, I'm like, you, "You can't. You're right. You can't like just jump into it. You have to kind of like set it up with the person beforehand." And I was in one relationship where I kind of had to let her set the pacing on that completely. Like her, she needed to get comfortable with it. Yeah, she needed to make the suggestion of that. I couldn't bring that to the table. Were you like, were you leaving out like literature, and we're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Three sums. That's strange. O- open your computer just to like questions you may have about poly- yeah, polyamory yeah. dot so com, and you're yeah. like, oh, this is weird pop up. Oh, yeah. Oh, someone left this uh, Marie Claire lying around that talks about poly <laughs> relationships. Should you be in one? I don't know. Let's see. I tripped and fell, and it opened yeah. that page. There's um, there, but also like. I, it's helpful if the other person already knows about it. I don't know. Yes. I get a lot of questions on my YouTube channel like, well, how do I take this relationship that is monogamous and turn it into a poly relationship? That's and rough. I'm always like, Godspeed to you. Yeah, that's t- that's that's really hard. Yeah, it's that's... I've always have you gone, guys done that? Have you no, ever been... Well, I've always gone into it like being like, this is my deal. And then the other person is maybe a monogamous person and then they choose to date me and then they go, okay, like, let's try this. Like, I don't know, sure, let's do it this way. I had a long period between two relationships where I wasn't in a relationship, so I just went, that sentence was ridiculous, but I went and, like, (laughs) I I went ahead and tried all these different things to figure out what I liked. You're like, let me just 
put my dip my toes in a little bit of everything i'm just gonna dip the dip dip in everything uh and (laughs) and my toes i don't know if you could hear gabby's eyes roll in the microphone but they definitely rolled i mean i support you on your journey but also eye roll yeah (laughs) never mind the pamphlets but the dipping the dick thing is where the eye roll came in this nerd with his terms dip your dick into the no so i like tried a lot of and so um i think all the things that happened in that period prepared me for kind of what I wanted and didn't want whereas I feel like a lot of people who probably write to your like write to you or ask you questions on your channel are probably doing it for the first time yeah like so 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 they might not know what they want to do so it's like theoretical at that point yeah or uh, yeah or they can find something that they think that they want but they actually don't want it yeah which is okay i mean that's fine if you don't if you don't if you find try something and you don't like it it's just that people think that there's like a punishment factor that comes with that and it's a, you know rather than just being like okay that wasn't for me there's like a weird guilt that comes with that like or, that or like okay yeah or it can it can essentially fuck up the relationship well i guess yeah because that could be weird if you're like let's have an open relationship and then you like dip your dick in it as you said dip your toes <laughs> in and then you're like I regret this. I don't oh, want to share that you. So often, like, yeah. I, like I dated a a woman who um, was married, and Hello. her and her wife mm-hmm. was the way more like her wife was not more poly, but her wife was like a, wrote about poly a lot and was like super into it and was like very like about it. And I think the she, I think the wife was more jealous than like it's always the in my experience it's always the person who is like way more vocal about, about being poly, poly who ends like, up being jealous and like having problems yeah yeah I, well I Gabby and I have talked about this before I think it's like a, when people do that it's like to try and throw people off their trail <laughs> like like that we were having this conversation about this in regards to something else but it was like when people try to sell themselves a certain way about it or be very vocal about it you're right. They That's usually so end up being, yeah, yeah, exactly. And they usually end up being a little more conservative than you think about it. Um, yeah, because they're almost like trying to paint an image of the opposite, maybe. Yeah, like yes. how they say uh, super homophobic people are probably gay. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, and and, uh, and so super homosexual people are probably a little straight. I'm just like kidding. You're lying, just... and you just want to have sex with women, and yeah. you know it, sir. With yeah, your rainbow really, hair. Yeah, you're doing a lot. So <laughs> it seems pretty straight to me. <laughs> you're not fooling anyone. No, yeah, but there's like, I mean, it's hard. It's like, it's the thing about poly is it's redefining the rules of relationships. So it's different for everyone. So there's yeah. no, like you could have two different people on this show and they would have completely different answers. Yeah, which I want to reemphasize. I always do it before and after the show. But like, just keep that in mind if you're listening. Like, this is not a cookie cutter, black and white. Like, this is how you, this is how you poly. Right, no, right. Yeah. Um, have you, would you say that you've like always been that way? Or was there a point where you realized it was something you wanted to try? I think I've always been that way, but I didn't have the terms. Like, I remember in in college dating someone and saying, like, if you were with other people, I wouldn't care or I wouldn't mind. Yeah. But just don't. Like, I think I, I always had a thing of, like, don't lie to me. Like, even in high school. So I would say, like, do whatever you want. Like, do whatever you want. Like, hook up with whoever you want. Like, just don't lie to me. Just be honest, yeah. But teenage boys... Uh, have a real problem with not lying, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, like, and a lot of times I think that because of media and stuff, they thought it was some sort of trick. Also, adult boys have this problem. (laughs) Uh, I just want to say that on record. (laughs) But there's, like, they would think it was a trick. So I would say, you know, like... I don't. I didn't know polyamory was a word. Yeah. So I would, like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But I would be like, do whatever you want. Just like, don't be a liar. And they would be like, she says, do whatever I want, but I should probably lie about it. Like they would like do the math and be like, I guess 
lie? She's saying don't lie, but probably I should lie. Yes. I should lie. She well, won't want to know if I, I actually do. The yes, yeah, exactly. Do. Yeah, they, they they anticipate that the person's not going to be able to handle it. Whether they're right or wrong, it's still like... Well, and then when I would get set, upset about them lying, they'd be like, I knew you were upset about me being with other people. And I'd be like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm upset about the lie. And they like refuse to believe that. They're like, sure, that's just yeah. a cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, but I, where did I learn the term? I think Mike Kaplan actually is the first person I heard use the word. He's one of the first people I've talked to about it. Yeah. And then I was like, well, okay, interesting. I mean, I met him a while, like a while ago. And so I think like I heard him use the word in his standup maybe. And then I was, and then I was like, oh, that's a thing. Cool. But for a while I was like, no, that's not what I am. But then I, but I always sort of had. There were always caveats or open, like even people that I dated where the relationship was monogamous. If they, if I could tell they liked someone, I would be like, "Go for it! Like You'd that's like, your crush." For it. Yeah. yeah, I yeah, I think for me in high school it was more. I definitely experimented and stuff, but yeah. like it wasn't. Uh, I I think the turning point for me was in my mid twenties where I was more comfortable being about it. Whereas like up until that point, I had tried different things, but yeah. I didn't attach any labels to it because I wasn't sh- Well, also because what she's saying, the terminology, actually it existed, but I didn't know how to apply it or where to apply yeah, it. And, for I, sure. and, I, and I don't know if I was ready to. Um, and then when I was uh, 26, 27 is when I kind of started like looking into sex parties and different kind of things where I could go to places where, you know, where I can meet people because I would see it on like... Okay. Because I could see it on like OkCupid, which is like kind of poly central. Yeah, where people would be like, I'm poly. Yeah, and I'm in this relationship. And then, and so this is specifically what I'm looking for. And then, and all of them have the disclaimer of like, not just looking for uh, for fucking or or vice versa, you know. I want a side bitch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like, a side mean bitch. An emotional side bitch. Yeah. (laughs) The best kind of side bitch. Sometimes get it on Tinder. They'll be like, uh, you know, in a poly relationship or like in an open relationship, but. Yeah, I had a friend um, who said that she's also someone on Tinder. She said she asked me this because I posted a thing like, "Does anyone have any questions?" That like, whatever, because I always do that. Um, she was saying that some she sometimes feels when people say they're poly, it's like a cop out for like uh, fear of commitment or like <laughs> or like trying to just like negate like cheating. So they're like, "I'm poly." How do you guys feel about oh. that? I think it's like in my experience, it's been extra commitment. Because yeah. you have to make the person feel very secure before you can venture out. Venture out, yes. yeah. So it's exhausting. In, yeah. So <laughs> in is. my experience, it's been like more commitment because it's like a lot of like being overly affectionate or being super nice and like making sure. And after everything that happens, like making sure that, that they they're know. not hurt, that they're okay, that everything's good. That like you know there was like crazy fights about like student uh, like my last relationship. There was like. Um, you know, fights about the minutia of things that happened in group sex situations where like, you know, if someone like I didn't, I was upset that he came a specific place and like, what, oh, you know God. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, so and then you have to talk about it for like, you four never hours. come on my stomach. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. It's <laughs> kind of like, like you, you're talking, it's, so, it's, it's almost, it's so much commitment to like communication and oh, it's almost over talking these like things that you wouldn't normally normally even even have this conversation ever with the person that you're with but so i've found it to be i I don't know and i find that a lot of the extra stuff like strengthens the relationship like we had we were super happy Uh, yeah like we were like very close we got very close after yeah yeah it was very it was easy for us i think because we both knew what we wanted like i think very similar people yeah yeah, very similar people and so yeah you're right i think especially after the first few times i felt much closer 
to you. Yeah. When you say first few times, are we talking about like you guys hooking up with another person? One of you going on a date, like separate? Other people. Other people. people. Um, Okay. But, But also like... Um, if you're date, if you're like dating someone, if you're dating two people, if you're like have a relationship and then you're dating someone else, you have to like extra check, like be extra committed to in. the first person and check in because you can get that like they call it new relationship energy where you're like super excited about this for new the new person, person? And you yeah, really forget about the other person and they're gonna feel neglected and then you have to go back and check. It's like. To me, it's been more commitment heavy because you there, you almost can't have the gray area, any gray areas. Yeah, you have to be very you clear. You have to be very clear about like you are my boyfriend, you are my girlfriend, you are my specific yeah. person. I, and, yeah, one, yeah, and and we've had a few times I could say that now I can think back to like maybe two or three times where we talked about something we liked or didn't like if there was something one of us didn't like and it, yeah like, there have been moments where you're like ah, i'm a little uncomfortable with that or i wish you would have said something not uncomfortable just clarifying things okay I, I, all, all, only things i can think of were more issues of like clarity sure yeah 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 and and that's not i don't know i mean for me that's not a <laughs> uh, i was just gonna say me being a dick <laughs> <laughs> you're well, i like how diplomatically you're like it was an issue of clarity and i'm like i think it was all times were my fault <laughs> Like I was just being a dick. <laughs> oh, that's funny because there were a few moments where I thought I was like, "Am I? Am I making a like?" I, where I thought I was being presumptuous. Yeah. yeah, there was there was one or two times where no, I You're thought I was angel. being presumptuous. Oh, stop it! <laughs> if anyone knows that I'm a piece of garbage, it's Jessica Michelle. I'm just yeah, kidding. I, human well, trash. I, I actually <laughs> want to piggyback on something she was saying about how like it's a lot. It's like overcommitment. Yeah, that seems and, exhausting. And in response to people saying that it's a fear of commitment, I think people are also like. People who are monogamous or who say that because they're they're in like long term relationships. Yeah. Um, to me, that's them trying to deflect their commitment to settling. Yeah. I think okay. most I think most people who are monogamous. Um, I, I I'm not saying that it's not possible. I think both monogamy and polyamory have their flaws. It's sure. not like we're speaking from a, from a higher place. It's definitely just well, as everything it, it's is definitely flawed. flawed. Really. Right. Exactly. But like, I think that uh it works more for me it works more for gabby and so i i just it, the, the fact that it could bug someone who's like monogamous or for them to criticize it it's like well do you know how many people like literally stay with a person because their parents are giving them shit for not being married or because it's just like how they picture their identity is just like well yes. at some point you settle down and it's yeah. like i think so many people end up in a relationship because like their goal is a relationship so instead of getting mm-hmm. the right person they're just like You'll be with me. You'll do. We're together forever. Right, but also, right. like, there, you can have it's settle. You can settle down and be polyamorous. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's not like I don't want like a house and a kid. You know, yeah. like yeah, sure. So you like set. You can settle down and then it, whatever it looks like to you. Like I would always say, like not not like you know when you're sixty and you're gonna be going out and doing all the stuff that I'm doing now. But yeah. like I think like you know it's like oh we're sixty oh you're like there's you met someone at your office and or whatever you're yeah. like you're on the road and you met someone like that's fine you know like it, it changes form yeah, yeah so it's yeah. not over, just like but out. like okay. yeah but it's I don't I don't think it like settling down and polyamory are are at odds. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't think exclusive. so at all. Yeah. Do I mean, you, haven't you watched Real Sex? Do you remember watching? Oh, what? yeah. But mine was all like toothless hookers. Those so are all the a, episodes I got yeah. where they're like, I've been sucking penis and calves for oh, 40 you should, years. There's, oh, there's definitely episodes where they go to like 
they go to like swingers resorts and they're all like people in their 60s who were who can definitely remember where they were when Kennedy was shot. I love that. And like you know they're, they're they're like they're doing tantric sexuality and playing patty cake until they well, you know whatever it is that they do and I like love it. yeah it's great and like that's totally that's proof right there that it's been yeah and sustainable. then they go and then they go home and their kids are in college yeah. and like, you know do you think oh in, okay theoretically if you want to have kids do you think that's this is something that you would like try to be open about with your kids and be like look sometimes yeah gabby is this something you would be open no, about I mean, with your <laughs> well, cause that's co- sort no, no. of an interesting like that's a callback to an inside a... joke oh okay sorry i don't think you guys get it <laughs> well because he's he's saying because i have friends who have been like you can't have kids if you're like this which people is... think that yeah it's, yeah. So it's insane curious, but if a kid's like well i don't know at, at some point i don't remember if we learned like the elements of a family did we we must have like well, kindergarten you, like yeah. mom dad brother sister yeah i mean i think it depends on if if you have a primary partner and you have a kid and then you just like fuck around on weekends or you're like bye the babysitter's watching you mommy and dad are going to a movie quote unquote and, and you the just movie don't is a sex anything. party or whatever yeah. yeah yeah but like also there's a way to do that that is just like the parent has their own life and it's like discreet and then um you know i think there, I remember growing up with my mom and dad's friends, like aunt that were like my aunts and uncles. Aunts and uncles, yeah. And like, obviously, uh, my parents are like in, in grossly in love with each other in squares. So they like, but not, like you could say not, it could yeah, just you know as like, far as a kid knows. Yeah, I think like it, it takes obviously like I know this is a cliche of like it takes a village, but like there are you know there are other members of your family. There are like yeah. parents, friends, or like That's whatever true. it is. I mean, you don't I, have to. T- I mean, it's like how often are like monogamous parents aren't like we only fuck each other, kids. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, half, half marriages that fall apart, half the marriages that fall apart, someone cheated on somebody. Yeah. So it's not like you know. And I'll, I mean, I don't know. I was raised in a completely female household, so I have no idea. Ah. I didn't really have a, a map book on how that stuff worked. And but I also like sexuality wasn't really a thing in terms of like something to be like that had a definition to it um because okay. because having this i did have to have the sex talk my mom had to have it with me so did my sister because my sister's 10 years older than me but i there was nothing there that like was like you have to get married and you have to have children and you have to do it this way i never it ne- that never equated to me yeah did they did they just both sit you down and have this it was like a tag team sex talk or one mm, at a different time and then no they're different. not that adventurous uh they <laughs> no they um no, it was separate. My mom, when I was a little younger, I think because she had to, yeah. like when I was in middle school, because I think once I asked something about it, because like, like what's w- a dildo? Yeah, when some somebody in seventh grade got a hand job or something, and it, it, that spread like wildfire. And I, I think something along those lines. I was ah. like, I asked my mom about it. <clears throat> so we addressed it early on, but then in like early high school, my sister and I talked about it, and because at that point she was in her in her late twenties, and I'm in my late teens, so okay. it's like. Um, I just remember she gave me like a brown paper bag with condoms in it. <laughs> That's like, so sweet. Yeah, it was very, it was looking but back, I, I was think, like, oh, this is so responsible. I also think <laughs> kids know a lot anyway. And I also think that like in the future, by the time I have kids, like, ev- like things are changing. Like, oh my God, like teens now. the stock now, household is I it going to be? Like teens now are like, like my friend, I'm, I'm friends with an 18 year old YouTuber and she showed me, uh, cause these are my, co- uh, these are my bar- colleagues. Bar- barely legal. Yeah. These are my <laughs> colleagues. And, uh, she showed me a picture of one of her friends and I was like, Oh, he's so cute. Is he gay? And she was like, I mean, he's like, you know, whatever. And I was like, Oh, right. You're 18. Like that's a thing. Sexuality it's just like- and gender don't even matter anymore. Like oh, it's, it's so, beautiful. do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, so like the fact that I asked that was like, Oh, you're ancient. 
I wonder how that's going to evolve as far as like, uh, like the cordialness of trying to like court someone. Like, do you like dicks? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you feel about? I, mean, I think this? labels. Just I think like pointing and being like, would would you date? Yeah. <laughs> Me? Me? Yeah. I think I think labels might implode in a good way, where like people are just going to be like, yeah, I think so. But like, we're just gonna fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's where I feel we'll like what happens. so and then, many people are headed. And then babies will be born, and they'll learn to operate on their own. They'll be like, I, when they're asked, like, where are your parents from? And they're like, could be Washington, could be Portland, uh, yeah. maybe in Idaho. I don't know. I just remember one day I woke up in Boulder. Like, yeah. you know, it's just like a weird thing where it's like you are just out there. and everybody Oh, they're going to be like, are you a little boy or a little girl? And the baby's going to be like, come on, enroll yeah, yeah. Grow up. Grow up. Yeah. yeah. Well, g- oh, gender's always been so weird to me. Um but they're gonna. But I'm saying it's gonna be affect like the way a family looks too. Like yeah. kids are gonna be a little yeah. bit more. It's not gonna be this cookie cutter thing that we yeah. grew up being told. Also, to, like, like we're in LA, which is know? so much yeah. more. Who cares? Amazing <laughs> for sure. They'll be and they'll have great names because the names are evolving too. Like, oh yeah, kids are no longer named names. They're named like things. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm going back to old person names. I told you that. Yeah, yeah. I've always I'm, loved old person names. Mm-hmm. Gladys, yeah, for sure. I would have a kid named Dorothy Gladys. Dorothy is a big one. Dorothy, that's amazing. Because it's w- also a woke. Ophelia. Is there, can woke? you name a kid woke? I'm just kidding. If someone probably did, someone I, has. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, or it's like his middle that's name. So much pressure, right? <laughs> like that poor John, kid. John woke. You know what I mean? Like, John oh, Wick. John Wick. Oh, I didn't even do that on purpose. See, these come naturally this is a, when you. That would be a classic Eli tweet that I would be like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. Which oh, would love. no doubt be deleted if I didn't get at least three faves. Three uh-huh. faves. One is of the your... faves is Jessica. Yeah, yeah. So we have Jessica and for anybody sure. else listening. Not me. My yeah, sister yeah. probably. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Dunn sisters usually support in in tandem, but in this <laughs> case, I think it would just be her. Yeah. And then like me Sandy out of spite. And then I'll get, yeah. oh, I actually have a fan. I do have close to My one fan followers. will fave. Cool. Do you guys have, um, as far as new people, are you guys kind of just like, do what you're going to do, don't ask, don't tell, let me know about with, it so with each safe? other? Yeah, like, as far as like, if you were to have like a, a secondary, is that what that's called? Or a... I mean, some people. At what don't point like, do you go? Hey, there's this other person immediately, or do you go like I've been? I went on a couple dates, and now I want to tell you about. Oh, this. I do it before. If yeah, I, if, if I'm I, interested in someone. Yeah, we know something set up. I mean, that was one of the few times the clarity issue I speak of uh, came mm-hmm. came up. It was like it was just a thing of like I, you're right. It's communication, but it's also like um, you know. But the few times I've asked her about possibly pursuing someone or doing i mean we're still relatively new no. as a as a thing are you guys a what couple are you about to say would as, you guys can is can you be called a couple if you're poly because it's yes, like a triple like, yeah yeah no, you can, in definitely. the same in the same way that laurel and hardy are a comedy duo <laughs> just just kidding or am i no you can yeah, be, no you, you can, can you can you say can we're a couple, a couple you, oh i'm sorry what <laughs> i didn't say that what are you talking about i was saying you can say we're a couple like laurel and hardy just a couple of couple funny people, people who sometimes uh, fornicate with one another and we, others yeah. yeah oh they did fuck laurel and hardy and we all know fake, that. N- fake news um but they um, alternative facts yeah. You can be uh, you can be a couple. Also, like um, we're a yeah, couple. I like to. <laughs> <laughs> we're a couple. <laughs> uh, this is a, this is you guys. But, we're you all know, a couple. The more that you do it, the more I fight back on it. Even absolutely, though I'm like also in it. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. like you're like yeah. We're a couple, and you're like no, yes, but no, we're not. 
I Are like we? to keep people on their toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I still feel like right now that's whoever's listening is, is, is like because I'm so small. I'm usually standing on my toes. It's on stupid. your toes. Oh you can, my that's gosh. a tweet that you wouldn't fave. Yeah, that's a, I would. I, 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 I would. I like saying out loud what we would or wouldn't fave. Yeah, yeah. But, that's, um, that's all I have right well, now. Well, if you don't, if we can't actually fave it at the moment, we need to know. Yeah. yeah, I have to go back and remember to listen to this and then tweet it. Yeah. Yeah. But so, there's well, I just had tweeted John woke before even you got to it. I just do it. Oh, like to fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. There's uh, well, when I, I when I like go on a date with someone, and I I would in my last relationship, I would like tell him, oh, I'm going on this date. I don't know what it's gonna be like. I might, and then like if stuff was happening, I would be like, hey, like we're making out, like gonna go home in the with middle this of it. You're just texting. You're like. Sometimes you have to be like, She's hold on, I have to like, right check, no, but you can check in and be like, hey, we're making out, they're gonna like, I, I've gotten, back. I've gotten recaps from her before. Do yeah, you have, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, that's kind of like, fun. Yeah, yeah, that's like oh, the real is. fun part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's a little different on my end, not in terms of that, but in terms of like how I talk to her about it, because I, I, I have this thing where I talk a lot um you? people people who are listening what? to this podcast this is me at one third my usual speed that's um true. and that's still him. a that's still like a liberal number but uh <laughs> i uh, hey, by the way you just look like you were born to have a radio show with those headphones in that button-up shirt Do, really yeah oh my uh, yeah. god you look amazing right now thank you so oh my god well as you can see it's getting very heated at the moment uh that's <laughs> we're all, a triple that's now. all i need to literally that fuels me for the rest of the week um so anyway at <laughs> Let me just finish taking in the compliment from both of you and go. So I, uh, well, I, I with, uh, with like, so I talk a lot and yeah. <laughs> I will send her like, uh, so I'll just think out loud about it. I'll be like, Hey, match with this girl on Tinder. What just going to go for it. And then three do you hours ever later, screenshot and you're like, what do you think? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That. Have any of you ever been, have either of you ever been like, nah, well, I, one time I knew the girl. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's that's weird. weird. Like, uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Which is absolutely fair um, yeah no of course and though i will say like in regards to both of us working in comedy there's been a lot of cross-pollination in that yeah. way but like i don't know if you can't get over that you're not built for this fucking business well, it's like, also it's like, like in comedy in general there's gonna be if you date someone else's in comedy there's probably yeah cross-pollination whether it's within the context of your relationship or previously absolutely yeah, oh, yeah. so i uh, so but i'll still tell her that and i'll be like oh yeah i matched the girl on tinder very cute and three hours later i'm like not feeling it and that's <laughs> you know she didn't even get to have the say yet because i was like you know what everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well BetterHelp can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too. connect with a credentialed therapist by phone video or online chat all from the comfort of your home Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I just don't, I was just thinking about it and I didn't let myself stew with it. So it's. Yeah, he's, it's every feeling that's ever happened to you has come out your mouth, I think. So. Yes. Oh, I'm very so. much the same. But like, I'm not, I, it's so much more, but it's not matching on Tinder. It's just like, ah, I was thinking about drinking a smoothie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, when Jessica, yeah. when Jessica and I like grab a bite to eat, it's like, it, we're just vomiting feelings yeah, while it, eating food. Yeah, it's, it's very fun. Yeah. I'm I like I thought that I was kind of that way but I think maybe I'm more closed off than I have given myself credit for I don't think you're closed off no no I don't think you're closed off at all I think that I I might have to ask or I might not have to ask because you'll tell me but like I guess I might have to 
push a little more, but not in a way that like is exhausting or feels too much. You just don't oh, okay. give unnecessary information. Yes, yes. She she's more she she's more parses it out like a normal person, unlike <laughs> me who's like you know the off switch broke years ago. Yeah, and I have to like, process my thoughts out loud. I think yeah. I realized that on mushrooms, I was like, oh, I think this is just how I think. <laughs> oh, and it's for sure how I think. I can tell you without having ever taken mushrooms, her and I will just sit there on the fucking like freeway, and I'll be like, am I going to merge into this lane? I don't know. Here's a conversation I could have had in my head. I will actually say that out loud. I'll be like, this or is a conversation. Or you like asked me to do something, and you like talked out loud for five minutes, and then went, oh, I've answered my own question. Like I didn't yes. even get to participate in the conversation. That's so funny. Yeah, so that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I guess in in this case, our communication is stellar. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. So, what, no, what's your next question? Oh, um. Well, I was just gonna say, uh, do you guys have specific rules as far as I know? At the beginning, we said like, yeah, it's pretty like cut and dry. But is it like you only date other girls, or like is that a thing where like you would be weird if she dated other guys? Not at vice all. versa. Okay. No, not no. You don't have that. A lot of dudes do. You don't. No, I've never had that. Well, first off, if we're going to talk about my sexual preferences, uh, (laughs) most guys are into the idea of having like a threesome with two women, which, yes, can be fun, but also exhausting because it's actually not about the guy. If you're having like a real threesome with two girls, you are the least important person in that equation, in my opinion. Unless it's like it's your birthday and these two girls want to make, you know, that if it's (laughs) that thing. That's not what the the thing you think happens isn't what happens. Yes, exactly. They're not like fighting over sucking. I kind of, I, you know, the, like, uh, girl whether i'm dating or i'm hooking up with if she's with another are you you're okay with this right yeah okay cool i just want to i see what i mean like i i know she is but i still wanted to ask so um it's about you i don't have any say in what you say about yourself my man (laughs) he's your man yeah the ownership (laughs) fine you guys (laughs) so that's all i want this was just a very clever ploy that paid off in spades. Um, so my initial uh, thing... And then I, I bring out say, a bunch of 60-year-old swingers. I'm like, you yeah. guys, get the party started. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I don't... I've never... Yeah, you're right. I've never had that problem. I don't know. I also don't have the jealousy factor. At all? I was going to ask about that next. Um, my jealousy stems from... If if I would have it, it would be on a more emotional level. Like if I if I couldn't provide a certain emotional satisfaction... Okay. That could fuck with me very bad. Um, but I... Uh, it has to be in a way that I I, I don't know I, I haven't had to confront that yet in in a, in only once has it really happened in a previous relationship but uh, I I don't know the physical aspect of it I'm, I'm turned on if if I know a woman's been with a lot of guys for a variety of reasons yeah um, okay some of it's primitive like in that primal way another uh, okay part of it's also like. I don't want someone that really hasn't been around that much. It doesn't know what they're because doing. Because they don't know what they're doing. I mean, if you like want a girl who knows what she's doing in bed, you have to realize she, try, she has had to, to have been in bed. worked with a lot of dicks <laughs> to get to that conclusion. It's a tr- it's true. And Practice makes perfect. Yeah. And so, I, I, yeah, I don't, uh, I, yeah, I've never had an issue with it. And it, it. I also don't really have jealousy in, a, in the way that you would, that, well, that maybe you would think. It's not yeah, like... Yeah, you don't have that issue either. Um, no. It, it, it's, and you kind of use it the same way I do, I think, where some of it fuels you in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was just going to... Like, definitely it's a lot of like if some if one person does something or goes out and does something on their own, then it's like coming back and telling the other person is kind of part of the, the sex. Yeah. It's that, part that, of the excitement? It's yeah. Part, it's part of the sex. That's yeah, a great way that, to put does that. that yeah. Because it's like, okay, first of all, like just hearing about someone having sex is hot but also then is there this aspect of like 
oh, well, now I have to fuck you real good because I have to be better than that person. You get it. I'm real competitive. Yeah. Jess, so Jessica gets it. 1,000%. I've, I've never been in a, a polyamorous relationship, but I always figure, I, I've like for a long time thought like my brain works that like it would make sense for me. It just hasn't happened like whatever. But to me, that's always been a thing where I'm like, yeah, I think I'd be into that. But when you even, I've said mm-hmm. it to like guys I'm dating and it's again, like like you said, as a like teenage boys, but they think it's a trick. Like, I'm like yes. no, like I would want you to tell me about it and like you couldn't handle it. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. They definitely okay. think it's well, a trick. Because it, it confirms your desire for that person. Yeah. I think you would agree with that. What does? Like that this, being with this other person, like we hear oh, it, hear oh, it yeah. about or that. Just, or just like knowing that they're wanted by someone else. But that's what I mean. Like that, oh, that yeah, per- yeah, sorry, yeah. I should have said it that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It just confirms that like someone else is like looking at that person in the same base and it makes them lizard like brain way yeah oh i would always think that when in in my last relationship when people would he was also in videos and when people would comment about him being hot and stuff in videos i would be like oh my god i was i like tweeted i was like to every girl that is into my boyfriend uh thank you so much i feel so seen and validated yeah, like, yeah. yeah no it's nice i really when... appreciate it and mm-hmm. let's all hang out you guys get it yep yeah well there really is something to like other people thinking the person you're with is hot because oh like, yeah like, yeah they are and yeah. also it like validates the crazy thoughts of like if i would have fucked this person obviously everyone does and i've right. definitely been with some people where like sure. that was not the case yeah, yeah <laughs> I was like, absolutely everyone's probably trying to steal him from me and they're like what are you doing with that man <laughs> or just like there's they're picking up on the same vibe that you are picking up like you're like oh the, me and this other girl let's say are on like the same wavelength, wavelength. Yeah. she gets yeah. it she gets mm-hmm. it yeah she sees what's hot about this person mm-hmm. that i also find very hot mm-hmm. absolutely did you guys have to uh at some point did you have to like come out about being poly or was like at least to yourself maybe or did you have to like have you ever publicly been like i want everyone to know i do it on my my youtube channel okay i also had a funny thing where like my parents watch everything i do and like love everything that i do and are very supportive and uh i like had a weird it's come up a couple times but one only i was like home in florida in september and my mom we were like in the pool and my mom just goes if you got married do you think you'd be monogamous and i said no probably not and she went okay and then just like <laughs> swam away, just swam away. She's like, "Fine." Uh, I don't. Uh, well, with my parent, my mom and my sister, it's never been. It's, it's funny not a thing you talk we've about. We've had the sex talk, but we've never had the like. Yeah, we've never had had that kind of conversation. They kind of are just like, "Well, are you happy? Cool." Yeah. And then and and like it's that to me, it, it can sound like a little more detached than it is. But I'll take that over over overly like what do you yeah having to like normalize this to someone who who honestly like they're not going to care because they don't want to be you know i've never judged them on anything like yeah, that like, well and, i don't want to fuck you i don't care um yeah, <laughs> or yeah my my i mean i don't i think uh most people don't have like art that they're making that is about that like eli's yeah. jokes or my channel or whatever like i think do you, do you want to tell what you how we like first met? What's funny about that? Like like was it Gabby literally walked in the middle podcast? of a, a joke. About, yeah, this is the first time this we've ever met. This is the first time we've we ever are. met, and we're being set up. <laughs> yes, uh, I yeah, I went to Meltdown. I walked in to see a friend of mine, um, the aforementioned Mike Kaplan, uh, and I Yay. walked in. I walked in as Eli was on stage telling a joke about a threesome yeah it was a story about a threesome I had when <laughs> i was Eli. when i was in atlanta uh, featuring for mike kaplan yeah last year it's like and, oh my god what cra- are the odds of that how crazy is that like, and so i was like walked in and i he was t- telling that story and i was like 
who's this? Why don't I know this person? Like, this guy seems like on my wavelength. Like, where's he at? What's You're he like, been how, doing? How come I not? Yeah, like, have I never seen this person before? Yeah, and so, like, we... It, which is just funny because like saying that like so i had it like i've been talking about it on stage but prior to that joke i mean i'd always talked about sex on stage but yeah and i had had a podcast where i interviewed porn stars and people who worked You've in the adult industry so it's it, been yeah. open in terms of learning but i think like answering to myself about it was probably that period that i mentioned like around when the podcast was in its last year around 2012 that's when i like really was like yeah i don't know if i'm built for Monogamy. monogamy but I, I i mean my next relationship was for the most part monogamous we had tried some stuff later on and and like i had it wasn't like cut and dry monogamous i, yeah. I will say that it was it, it but it it, it was I, like tiptoeing yeah, and pulling right back. right but i think at that point i had already decided to myself i was like well I, I don't know if this will ever just be a cut and dry monogamous relationship but and then later on i when i was single again i was like okay i know what i want to do and how i want to do it so you don't think you could ever go back to monogamy no, absolutely not. I don't think so. No? You I went think- back and forth a, uh, a few times, but no, I don't think so. I, like, I don't know if this is a bad stereotype, but, like, I've certainly, like, I was in, I went, was in, was in open relationships, then was in a monogamous relationship for a little bit, and, like, just kept secrets from that dude, and, like, was, like, uh, not entirely faithful and was like very like weird about was like well i guess that's what monogamy is you know is just like well that's what that's always been my issue with monogamy is that i in my head think it's totally possible that you could find someone and just coincidentally you're totally cool with just them and Mm. it just magically works out i think that's so rare and people try to make it it's like the exception and people try to make it the rule. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, even, and even the exceptions, I think, will tell you that they've had moments where it's, right. it's, you know. Or it's like, I think it's, you have to make it part of the relationship. My big thing is that with monogamy, it always felt like uh, the two parties were antagonist, like against each other. Yeah. Like, okay. You have to sort of keep things and you have to make it seem like they're the only person you've ever thought about and they're the only person, like... Even, um, and I've said this before, though, like, even monogamous, quote-unquote, couples who will, like, talk to each other in bed about other people they find attractive or yeah. who will, like, say, oh, I, like, oh, I'm, I, like, I followed this girl on Instagram. It's, like, a thirst follow and the girlfriend's, like, LOL, you know, whatever it is. Like, <laughs> yeah. that makes sense to me. But this, like, idea that you're supposed to pretend that you don't ever think about anyone or else, think about other people, it's insane. and that, like, you've never checked anyone insane. else. Yeah, yeah, or, like, that kind of thing. And so, but, like, so what I like about polyamory is that it's about, it's still about you and the relationship. But, okay. the other, like, so anything, the other people, anything that's going on with the other people is still, in a lot of ways, about the primary relationship and, like, about, yeah. I mean, in a couple instances, it hasn't been. Because the other person just wasn't interested or whatever, but or like, okay. uh, like I when I was with my boyfriend, I dated a woman who was uh, very masculine, and he was like, "Well, that's not my type." So, Godspeed to you and that girl. I don't want to be like he doesn't want to know about, about it or be part of it. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, she's threatening my masculinity." <laughs> I mean, actually, though, <laughs> oh god. But if she had been like. A- like a hot like by the feminine exactly. typical standard be like oh yeah tell me all about yeah, it right yeah. exactly but he's like oh this doesn't fall in my idea of like you hooking up with chicks right exactly <laughs> yep and I was like oh and then that so that was the only time I can think that it wasn't that it didn't like come back around to being sort of about like you and the primary yeah. relationship yeah I guess I, I kind of 
for now lucked out in the sense that you know i just i just turned 32 and i think that like i'm at an age now where the the way you look at the stakes of things and like and what you do as like a more I don't know if it's patience is the right. Yeah, it, I'm just more patient about it, and I just don't I don't care as much. So like I don't put weight on things the same way. And so like because I maybe because I'm getting older, I'm just like I yeah. don't I don't care anymore to like try and fight this thing to like try to like let me be a right right where I'm just like okay well this is what I like and I don't want to try and convince the other person otherwise anymore or or oh where you're like or you're like it's not a big yeah, deal or I don't want to who I am or I don't want to try and adjust myself to like oh my to, god to, there was so much their... time spent being like I'm bad I'm a bad yeah. person yeah if I if I had... I need to be monogamous I need to be I need to figure out how to fit into this paradigm and be good if you transpose the things I'm telling you about to me in my early twenties I I don't know what I would be like now I it would been it would have been like I for sure would have like been so much more volatile on an emotional level because I, I just don't, I would care too much about the other people and, and yeah. in terms of like what people thought of me. And, and I mean, I still have those thoughts now where I still feel like uh, Gabby and I talk about this all the time where we still can feel very othered yeah. in those situations. What and does like, that mean? That you're, you're literally the other person in the room oh. that you're like the least. Or that you're seen as like a weirdo. Yeah. That you're seen as like, cause people are like, Oh, those they're polar. Yeah. And yeah. like it threatens their, it threatens their ideas of like, like society. Threat, yeah. They're what's like, normal. Mm-hmm. yes, exactly. Okay. That makes sense. I, I just, I think just part of getting older, the nice thing is like becoming comfortable with who you are. Cause yes. I know just like even outside of the context of like monogamy, so many of my relationships it was like trying to like maintain this image of like what kind of girl would this guy want to be with right. exactly and they're yeah. just like i can't take it anymore yeah. there are people who do so for people listening i have a stand-up show at the pleasure chest second tuesday of every month uh, i'm just kidding so it, it really it, is yeah I've jessica just out. did it recently and and she was great on it and oh, thank you uh but I've had people on that show who like they get on stage and like I'm very uncomfortable in here, <laughs> and then they work through it that way. But like there was, I remember there was one comic who's just like, I don't like being in here, and I was like, then don't do the fucking show. Yeah, it's like, like so not just, a surprise. I get that you want stage time, but like don't do, come like, here and if, shame. Yeah, the fuck place. that. That's the point of the venue. Should have hit him with a dick. I, and well, I did. I did something way more brutal. I haven't booked him since. Uh, oh and, my god, Eli Olsberg in, in, in Comedy. Yeah, if you if you're a comic, you know that that is literally Thor's hammer. Oh. People so, are gonna show up to your show now with like dicks on their head and be like, "I love this. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love it here. Ooh. I'm at twelve bucks." Yeah, they're gonna, yeah, they're, gonna like, they're like, "Look, I I have just covered I, in like yeah, yeah, lube, like whoa." <laughs> they're literally. I'm like, "Why are you glistening?" They're like, "Well, I you see that gallon of lube they sell up there? I bought it and put it all over myself." I <laughs> love this place. Give me five minutes. Yeah, there's there's a lot of feeling bad about yourself, and there's a lot of feeling like if you don't look like the typical, um, if your relationships and whatever doesn't look typical, then other people's fear comes out and just and they take it out on you, and you just have to be like, okay, you have to be able okay. to just like walk away. Yeah, from that. you have to just be able to tune it out and be like, all right, which whatever. is that takes a lot of growth, I think, to not internalize oh, like other people's emotions. Oh, it's so and stuff. it's so hard. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's it's something you kind of have to make peace with. Or else it won't. You'll never. You'll be you'll whatever be you're feeling now. Yeah, it's going to be twenty times worse. And like, and you have done. Like, it's. I still don't. I still think about it a lot. Like when her and I talk about certain th- things that we've talked about in the past, I'll still think about it, and st- I can still get upset. Like it can make my blood boil. But like it, it passes quicker. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, you, you just 
you're going to always be angry. And then I just kind of feel like bad for them in a way. Like Mm -hmm. I, I, I talked about this a little bit, I think on Twitter where I was just like, I used to hate being queer in some capacity. Like I used to hate being like different or queer or like whatever, you know, because I identify as bisexual and like all these things. And I was just like, I used to hate these things about myself. And now like that's, I think the best part of my life is being being, so different and weird. Being able to be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I tell a story. I haven't told it in a while, but um, I used to tell a story on stage. Mostly I did it to make myself get comfortable with it. And this was a great, this was a great tool for that was, telling a story about when I was in high school and I experimented with, with another guy. Yeah. And, um, and it, most of the people, when I would tell that story, like would come up to me and be like, Oh, thanks for telling that story. You know, I had this thing in high school and I'm like, well, you know, I don't tell this so you can, so that way I can become your sounding board for all the things you did that you didn't tell somebody. <laughs> that, that being so said, <laughs> it's like, but that being said, it's like, I'd rather have that than someone walk away and be like, what a piece of shit to throw that on state. You know it's what like, I mean? Oh, like, it's, who would say cause, that cause I, I remember, Yeah. The, one of the first times I told no, that story. No, but it's story, important. It's yeah. important. Yeah. Uh, there was a guy who told that once. Or, well, a guy, excuse it, me. It really I told helps that people. once. But a guy, I remember just from the side of the stage, I could remember, like, and I turned and I was like, are you bummed? that I was trying to figure myself out in high school. Like, what are you so like, pissed off so about? Mad? And he immediately, like, re- didn't even realize that it was a gut reaction he had. And wow. so it made it, I had to, like, make a decision to kind of not because ad- normally my first thing instinct like, as a hey, comic is you. like, hey, fuck you. I'm going to, all right, time to make but you like, really this guy's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it actually happened the other day. Gabby came with me to a show and remember I, I asked, I was like, has anyone in the audience had a threesome? And this woman loudly goes, no. And I was like, you definitely have. <laughs> like, si- all you have to do, no. all you have to do to say no is stay completely silent. But the That's minute so- you like get really spoke- outspoken about it, it's like, this is a diversionary tactic. And also, uh, what are you so scared of? Yeah. Also, it got a it's huge like, laugh. That's the most important thing. Amazing. Oh, <laughs> um, do either of you think we'll, we'll uh, wrap up pretty quick here? But do either of you think you could ever um, balance like a full second relationship? Ooh, Is that hard. something you've ever done or I, tried? I did. I did with the. Uh, it was very hard time management wise because I had my boyfriend and the woman was married and she had a wife and it was like very diff- like sometimes we would I would we would the only time we could see each other in a week was like if I went with her to the dog if I went with her to the dog park. Like at 8 a.m. Which is just the most two women dating <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard. Um, like, yeah, meet at the dog park. <laughs> I, yeah, for me, I mean, it's I think... It's a it, lot of time management yeah. that I don't have right it's now. It's hard. For, I mean, that's what I think about that. That's what it comes down to for me. I mean, for me, it's, it's hard like... hard with one relationship. I'm working a day job, doing comedy at night, traveling when I have enough PTO accrued for comedy, and then... Um, uh, and then on top of that, it's like, yeah, so I'm making as much time as I can to see Gabby. Yeah. And then also for other obligations and so i'm like i I don't know if i would take on a full second relationship okay but that's it's it's kind of like what she's saying it's like time and place like i don't know maybe there's a period where i'll have more time for that and uh but or there's people that are friends that i hook up with that like i'll hang out with once every couple weeks or something yeah that's kind of where i fall into or or like that's honestly the best part about sex parties (laughs) Like, is when you walk away. Yeah, is that you walk in, so you like, form oh a God. relationship for 15 to 30 minutes. Oh, my God. And then you peace out. Yeah, and you get the fuck out of there. And and they exa- they do the same thing. They, like, just go They're home like and done. it's like... Their hands are, like, washed You away. got the thing. Yeah, literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's awesome. So I that's... Had, like, and then I was like, is something wrong with me? Where, like, I was... I hooked up with someone and then they slept over. And I was like, what? Like, I was, like, out. so shocked. Yeah, and I... And, I was just like, really? They slept over? You can hear so much outside. 
Hey, just kidding. You're like, how did anyone sleep? He was like, you didn't even have your blackout curtain yet. Your yeah, room was yeah, atrocious. Yeah. yeah. If you're wondering how invested this relationship is, you're her mom. Also, she's got <laughs> some blackout I literally, curtains. He's blackout like, curtains. Come into my life to change me. Like, bought, like he's like, you need blackout curtains. You need a different shower head. You need more towels. A shower like, head. Yeah, a removable one. Oh yeah, that I'm makes really sense. Just I feel being... like that's for someone who's like non-relationship. It's like I got my shower head. I don't need you guys. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah, you may have just made yourself obsolete. <laughs> we'll see about that. What have I you have, done? I'm I, leaving I, you for the shower. I have yet. confidence with what with what I have. Oh God! <laughs> Eli just attaches a. Sh- he has his dick removed and puts a shower. Yeah, in little D. Yeah. Well, what if I have had one this whole time? That's right. You know, I'm not going to assume your identity. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. He's See, so much, look, you've evo- you've evolved so much since this podcast has started. <sighs> I'm learning so much. Yeah. Um, one last question, and then we can uh, hit the road or whatever. Uh, you had mentioned before that you sort of tell each other going in when you're like, oh, I'm kind of like this person, whatever. Yeah. Have you guys ever like been like, I'm going to like see what happens and then like gotten rejected and the other person has to like listen to you be bummed about it? You're like, oh, she didn't, she didn't, she wasn't into me. Well, Gabby, I don't think has that problem as much as I would. I don't mean that like in terms just of constant being, Eli I mean, being than, shut down. No, other than like trying to get people to like like trying to get people to come home versus like being in the car. Or yes, like, you know, you're right. You're like right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have frustrations. I'm yeah, human. Yeah. I bleed. Fair enough. I I definitely <laughs> am. I'm aware that I stereotyped a little later by being like, well, she's a girl. She doesn't have those problems. But uh, I guess we're all here to learn. <laughs> Women don't get shut down ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get shut down all the time. She's lying. I um, <laughs> I uh, Jessica and Gabby hooked up right before this started. We're hooking uh, up right now. You can't say I, it. I have to text Eli about yeah, yeah. it. Hold on. Yeah. I, I actually, no, I don't think I've had that with, because maybe this is still too new. I'm not sure, but it, it, it hasn't been a thing where I, oh, you know what? I actually think I did early on. I was like, oh, this person was just playing too many games or something. I'm trying to remember the situation. I feel like there was something, oh, yeah, I had like a Tinder match where I was like, ugh. <laughs> no it was just they, they but it wasn't like they flat out re- there hasn't been like a flat out rejection for or me you were yet. like really into it and they were like no and yeah like, I'm yeah hurt. this is sort of new but like again in my old relationship um there there was an instance where i was supposed to hang out with this girl and she bailed and then he had to i was like what are you up to i want to hang out with you and then he was like no you don't get to hang out with me because you got rejected by this girl now i'm second place nope and oh, he so like didn't want to comfort your rejection, right. and I was like sad and mad about it. Yeah, I've only had it in other relationships. Like I, I was in one relationship where she was like, "You can go do th- this, but I don't want to hear about it." Okay, which is the opposite for me. Like if she went off and did, I'm like, "I want to hear about." Yeah, it. did you? Did it happen? And then, uh, but there's been nothing, in terms of us, I, I haven't gotten there yet, and I hope to God I don't. Yeah, because I can't stand rejection. <laughs> he just loses his mind. Yeah, yeah, I can't take it. Any- Not right now. It's pilot season. <laughs> I That's need a, this. That's an industry joke. I um, would just feel like I would be like, no, who would ever reject? I'll punch them. I'll kill them. Who Gabby. are they? Right? No, I feel like that's who how I would feel they? too, is that yeah. I'd be like, they're wrong. Who would yeah. ever say no to you? Yeah. They're stupid. Exactly. I will literally. I'll talk to them. Give me their number. If yeah. That, if that, if that happens literally as they're rejecting me, I'm going to be like dialing like G-A-B-Y, <laughs> calling like, I need, your help. I need help. I need help. She just comes in with a pie chart of what's so great about you. Yeah. yeah. It's like pictures of your dick. And she's like, exhibit A. Oh, I'll do that for you. God, this is this is the greatest night of my life. <laughs> this makes me so happy. Thank you. Um, anything you guys want to plot? 
Besides other people, am I right? Okay. Ooh. Nice. Condom hardly ever knew him. That's a Jessica Michelle callback to her own joke that I love so much. Oh, thanks. Uh, is there I, anything you want to plug, Gabby? I'll... I have a YouTube channel. It's called youtube.com slash just between us. And Yay. I have a podcast called Bad With Money. It's very good. Oh, thanks, Eli. What else do I have? That's it. I have a book coming out, but that's in September. What's it called? It's called I Hate Everyone But You. You can order it on Barnes & Noble or IndieBound or Gabby Dunn, Amazon. Eli Olsberg story. Just yeah, kidding. It's not. It's just between it's us. It's a fiction novel. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I have... Performance Anxiety at the Pleasure Chest, second Tuesday of every month, if any of your listeners are in Los Angeles. Yes. And you can find me on twitter.com slash Eli Olsberg, where you can see, um, take a look, see if Gab faves my stuff. See you, John uh, Woke. I'm also now calling her Gab for some reason. Yeah, it's not me. It's just, they're like, this other sh- girl with the last name Dunn is faving all his stuff. <laughs> yeah. my sister being thirsty as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all I have to plug right now. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on and answering all my uh, ignorant questions. Thank you. uh, Yeah, thanks. uh, That's it. Well, that's that. Polyamory with Eli and Gabby and me and, you know, lots of other undisclosed people. Uh, If you liked that, uh, let me know on the Twitters and the Facebooks. Um, I feel like uh, when I posted, a lot of people had questions, so I don't know if everything got answered. Maybe I can do a follow-up with them or with another a set of polyamorous people uh, or something else. You know, you can always suggest things to me. Uh, tweet them at me. Send them to my Facebook, facebook.com slash Jessica Michelle Singleton. If you like the podcast, please, please, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Um, and if you don't like it, stop tuning in. What the hell's wrong with you? Uh, share it with your friends. Share, 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 because everyone is a little bit ignorant sometimes. And uh, we'll wrap up and let you know that uh, you can see me a few places coming up, a few really exciting places. Not that I'm not always excited to be everywhere, but kind of cool. I will be at the Comedy Store this Saturday in Los Angeles, which is uh, always cool, but nothing uh, new for me. Original Room, come see me. It's a great lineup, and I'm on it too. And then I'm going to South Africa. Um, I'm going to be all over South Africa. Not all over. I'm going to be in two places. Uh, that's just how ignorant I am. I'm like, this is the whole thing. Uh, Goliath Comedy Club in Johannesburg, March 16th through the 18th. And then Cape Town Comedy Club in Cape Town, of course, uh, March 20th. And then the 22nd through the 26th. And then I will be back in Johannesburg for the Johannesburg International Comedy Festival, March 31st and April 1st. I'm going to be filming um, a film there. And there's going to be comics from around the world. So if you have go to africa money for no reason uh come join us uh if you're already in africa south africa um i hope to meet you it's really cool that you're listening and please come say hi to me at a show because that will just make my head explode um yeah uh i'm gonna try to interview a south african so who boy get ready for some just deeply ignorant questions uh about South Africa because did I learn about apartheid? No. Have I heard people mention it? I get the idea. Sort of. No, I don't. I'm such an idiot. I really got to interview someone. Um, And also just, you know, I'm sure the amount of stupid uh, stereotypical African questions that a South African gets from like an ignorant American who's like, you have a shirt? That's crazy. How do you hunt? Um, We'll have fun. Uh, So look forward to that. And then I will be back in America in April. I'll be at the Helium Comedy Club in Buffalo, April 6th through the 8th. So come see me and my good friend, Steve Ranazizi, who you heard a couple episodes ago. I will be uh, with him there. 
Uh, follow at Blessed Podcast on Twitter, basically just to see tweets of when the podcast comes out and to, you know, stay on what's happening over here, figuring out a way to make that more useful and fun while keeping it, uh, you know, on brand, as they say, or whatever. Uh, and then uh, just as another reminder, please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. They're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. Um, I already said stuff about additional questions. Always tweet them at me. If you have guest suggestions, a type of person, but maybe you don't know one specifically that you'd like interviewed. If you're like, I really want you to ask a vegan what their problem is or whatever, uh, send that to me. And, uh, yeah, and I'll do the best uh, I can to deliver. The more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And that is the point. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being patient with my ignorance, as always. See you soon, idiots. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.